Hi and welcome to the Everyday People podcast. If you don't know what a podcast is, listen to it while you're doing something else. Uh today I have a conversation for you. Uh, this is a conversation I had with my friend Parthosh a while back. Um we decided to talk about college, our lives, how they've changed, friendships, relationships, just catching up and talking about communication in general. So sit back listen in enjoy so hi paratosh what's up hey webov i'm great how are you doing it's going good man it's been a day yeah it almost has been a day it's 47 minutes away and it will be officially a day check mark <laughs> What's up? What's happening? Why are you obsolete? Uh, I think I had like a full day where uh, I spoke to someone else in the morning. I did a talkback interview with somebody. Uh, he is right. an entrepreneur who uh, who helps uh, students with GMAT and GRE preparations. So I got a right. recommendation from a friend and I spoke to him. It was my first audio interview actually, and it went really well. It was like a thirty-five minute conversation. that's nice yeah and we just spoke about education in india and uh, you know uh, entrepreneurship as a fad if he has any advice for entrepreneurs so it was pretty nice like i did that and then i was out with friends the entire day like catching up uh, with college friends for the first time in 4 years so that was great that is amazing yeah. what about you after 4 years yeah 4 years wow how did that feel it felt really good i mean these are some some people some of the people i haven't met in that long and we were like eight of us not the entire class but it it was very comfortable and i have never really felt I, i've forgotten that feeling of being at ease like with my classmates i forgot that i had that in college a certain bit but wow. like that was so good so like just uh it was something special like we 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 had lunch and then absolutely we went to college and nice is there anyone in your sorry go on yeah no, so we went to college and we were like reliving memories and talking about how stuff had changed how stuff had stayed the same all that stuff you were asking me something nice as if there is anyone who suddenly got very thin suddenly put on a lot of weight suddenly <laughs> changed their hairstyle every was anyone uh, hairstyle mine I, my hair is purple now versus black then yeah it was black earlier now it's purple <laughs> right so that that was a major change yeah no but everybody's gotten a little bit fatter and <laughs> i felt good because yeah. I, like i'm in good company <laughs> the era of that boat so i think but i think we are uh, looking for a that boat without being that in the first place yeah which is not right but <laughs> it's okay i mean we're all getting old everybody's going to get married soon and all these news is going to start dropping you're getting married i'm getting married somebody's getting married so yeah. my, might as well start preparing the dad pot some now only yeah but i think the dad one has to happen after <laughs> it's okay but we are very progressive and sometimes we take decisions which are not required but we take it anyway mm. so yay the future of our country is in the great hands <laughs> in, the, in the hands of the dad board 
in the hands of the dashboard fingers crossed and of course the uh, women will like the dashboard because yeah. you know you have to like let the world know yeah. there is both men and women running the country yeah so mom yeah. boards yay or <laughs> mom boards <laughs> but yeah did have you yeah. visited college it's been like 4 years have I, you had a chance i visited college last around 2 years ago from not wrong okay and uh, i was literally being slapped in the face by a lot of nostalgia and yeah. it felt so good it's not even funny uh so like the you send me a picture of chai of uh, mingos Mm-hmm. That was that was my go-to spot during lunch hours as well. Yeah, that's why I um, sent it to you. I was like, I'm not going to yeah. be in this nostalgia feeling alone. Yeah, thanks for that. And I was so happy that I actually met a few people who still work there, mm-hmm. and they were there even when I was in the last year of college. Right. And I had my usual order. Um, so in college, I used to have iced tea. Yeah. Um, and I used to have paneer bhurji with parantha. Okay. so i i did the, i went there i actually had just had breakfast and i went there but just for the sake of nostalgia and because uh, mission that board i ate again <laughs> and i had uh, i had ice and i had the same paneer bhurji again it felt my teachers just in best this still very nice uh-huh. so yeah but but that they shifted my campus to a different place altogether right um which i don't which i'm like what a hit the crown of course like a part of the college life was a big walk that Final kilometer walk from the gate to the <laughs> classroom. The class. Yeah. The nine o'clock running. Exactly. Uh, yeah, man. So like, I was I was talking to my friends today, and you know, a lot of them were talking about missing college, and I felt odd because I like meeting them and I like being in college, but I didn't miss college like many people do. And so, like, I I felt like maybe should I should I be missing college? or is it like i'm happy where i am i'm i have no regrets or is it like i should be missing college uh do you do you miss college or are you like happy where you are um i'd say this is one of those rare situations where you have to be a realist and say the glass is both half full and as well as half empty mm-hmm. uh reason why you would say the glass is half empty is because all said and done college days or your or 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 the days for which you were a student are definitely one of the best ones in your life Mm-hmm. uh there is no pressure of uh you know waking up in the morning and going to work there is no there aren't many pressures on your head basically man uh, we we have, still had pressure like going going to college was like going to work only we went to christ so it is fair enough but the thing is i mean you know you still have 20 people going through the same as you are yeah so and the and the kind of things you do in college or school are of course the ones you remember for the rest of your life so i definitely miss of that do you think like when we look back i i think it's like when we look back at college we forget all the negative things that happened and it's the same with me also like i i for, i forgot uh any uh issues with the teachers like i never had too many issues with teachers or whatever but like i i forgotten or put aside any negative experiences with college and we look at look back with fondness because it seemed like a simpler time but i'm very happy as an adult to be contributing to a place and then you know making money and all these yeah, things which i wasn't doing in college fair enough so 
so i agree we everyone has that has those rose goggles on when thinking about college like mm. 100% um but the only like different perspective i bring in over here is uh, while i'm definitely happy about the fact that you know uh, i managed to make it through college and i was fortunate enough to land a good job um for that at the same time if you ask me to live through all that chaos again i do it in a heartbeat because uh like i mean you know it was it was it was literally like living through a bollywood movie mm-hmm. uh, except this time you did not know the hero would hero would come out on top or not but luckily he did um but yeah it was all the good times all the bad times good days happy days i i remember for sure hmm i'm not yeah. sure if i would or not i mean i i am again so see i like to take scenarios and then over analyze so so uh, yeah. i was like if if i would relive it would would i change something and if i change something then i wouldn't be the person i am today yeah. so like mm. but anyway so like are you in touch with how many people are you in touch with from college like are you do you keep in touch with all your closest friends we we get to speak now on a i guess on a once a month one once a month or something we'll talk which is good is better than not talking at all like but are you in touch with other people yes and i i'd say that this is something i learned cause ever since i've been a kid i've been used to moving around once every few years mm-hmm. um so i actually to be very honest i've been uh, uh luckily uh, some of my good friends from college i'm still in touch with as a result of uh, where i work Mm-hmm. or some of my college friends started working with me uh, we started working in the same company together and that's how you stay in touch with a few of them apart from that a lot of people are in bangalore so whenever i visit bangalore i go meet them we are i'm very active on whatsapp so yeah. i keep seeing these people i am in touch with them of course there are days when i miss the fact that i'm not going back home from college and i don't have all these 20 people together with but yeah you you take what you get and um, it's nice to speak to them once in a while Hmm. So I've always been the sort of person you know who had a smaller close knit group of people like I would always have like three friends or whatever and that's everything I need you've always been and the I sort of two or the three friends yeah yes <laughs> <laughs> but hashtag uh, that board that <laughs> hashtag that board but you've always been the sort of person who got along with everybody and right. you surrounded yourself with a lot of people and you gen- generally have a calm demeanor which sort of attracts people to you so in that way we are very different agreed that that is so like i was thinking about it because i mean we can't say that either approach is wrong it's okay to be friendly with everyone it's okay to be selective with your friends as long as you know all of you move forward together but like right. i was thinking about what determines really that whether you're a sociable person or not so like uh, from your point of view what do you think really attracts people to you what makes you cool for lack of a better word <laughs> what makes me cool man i got okay <laughs> i can't really accent really well that's why i dropped it very fast um that's a very good question uh, i feel like i need to put a lot of thought into it but i'd say that um us as human beings all said and done attract those things to us which we really want mm-hmm. um and with that being said i have always been someone who likes the company of people 
Right. Uh, a because I tend to talk a lot, and uh, there's only so much. Uh, there's only so much with with one particular person. By that I don't mean that the concept is to use people and just to have someone to listen to you. But I just like making conversation in general. See, that's the, and, that's uh, the mistake I make. Where I ha- I also like to talk a lot, but I'll say everything to one person, and they they get tired and they're like, "Nee, baat karne." Yeah. <laughs> so you you bore people in like certain quantities. It, you can't bore just can't find one person say you're going to be the most boring person, and you can't just bore them more. You have to pick people, bore them equally, right. let them bore you as well. Uh, yeah, that's 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 like the major reason why mm-hmm. I'd say I maintained like a big sense of it because I speak to a lot of people. Right. Uh, and and I think another reason why I managed to have a big big social circle was because generally uh, the first interactions with me will be not be very deep in terms of the kind of conversations we have i'll be i'll be trying to say some i'll be trying to make some funny jokes even the people might not laugh about mm. but i feel that starting off with humor kind of um tells in the, the overall overall um, situation be right and that allows people to feel comfortable if, if there's one person being a joker in front of you then they are okay fine like i Yeah, you like you you always had that easy confidence sort of like let's have fun together. I don't care like who you are. Let's we can have yeah. fun together. That sort of exactly. thing. Exactly. So yeah, and and you know you it's it's not like everyone's gonna have a hundred percent hit rate with the kind of with everyone. Yeah. But yeah, if you if you try making conversations with three new people in a day, maybe there's one person who actually as well. Uh, you know, with the perspective of uh, you know, making a friendship with you of course so yeah. i think that's what like allowed me to have a long friend circle a huge friend circle yeah. but it doesn't mean that everyone needs that there are some people uh, who prefer the company of only a few people there are some people who don't prefer all that chaos uh, there are some people who you know would rather spend time, more time on themselves by themselves to right. them as well so introverts basically I, yeah. sorry introverts No, I mean not necessarily, but you know, it, see, basically at the end of the day, if you go back to bed happy mm-hmm. with the amount of time you spent in those sixteen hours you've been awake for, yeah, that's all that matters. Yeah. In my case, of course, it I wanted myself to spend a good chunk of those hours speaking with as many people as possible, which is why I kind of end up having a lot of friends. So I've always admired that about you that you know you can sort of nobody really. Gets angry or uh, or not angry. Let's say nobody gets genuinely upset about anything you say because you have a certain way of saying things. And uh, <laughs> so, like uh, recently, I have sort of started to pick this habit up. Like I'm still uh, learning, but uh, when, nice. when I when I went through my uh, I'm still going through it, but when I went through my major depressive phase, I lost right. a lot of my anger that I used to have. Like I used to be very short-tempered, you remember? But I lost yes. a lot of that, and I started being more uh, patient with people, listening to them, and then obviously starting the talkback interviews and everything. I right. really started to get that sort of thing that you do, which is. be social with everyone be nice have a casual conversation of course right. like there are moments there are times when like i'll go overboard or i'll get too excited and then i talk their ear off 
but most of the time like i'm a much easier person to be around now than i was in college that's i think part of the appeal of like why i don't want to go back and re- relive i don't think i would have gotten this without going through everything that like i've gone through first of all i'm very proud of the fact uh, we talked about how you've been dealing with with depression so who those two for that and i can certainly having you for 7 years now can you believe it it's been 7 years 7 years you were like, yes it's been 7 years but yeah uh, i can certainly watch the fact that in past 7 years i have myself seen a lot of changes in you mm. uh, with regards to you know uh, settling down very comfortably uh, with more than a few people and being yourself which is which is amazing i feel and uh, and i'm so glad to you know know that you you found your passion with these talk back interviews and the toastmasters part of he's doing a lot of good good yeah. cool things over there so do you remember that when we were in third year mm-hmm. uh we, you me and nav were having a conversation one day possibly about the future and i had said that maybe i'll get into hr and both of you right. laughed at me because you're like you couldn't imagine me being patient enough to be in hr agreed yeah but <laughs> but now um i'm actually consider- not hr but i have found that i really enjoy working with people collecting stories from people so like with right. with everything i'm doing like my work is not very social but to compensate for that i have uh you know done toastmasters like you said and um talk back interviews and everything i have learned that i enjoy working with people and so the next few years of my life are going to push in that direction of finding a way to work with people help people get stories from people share stories and that sort of thing and so like i wasn't wrong 3 years ago and i said that i might be good at char <laughs> happy to accept defeat just cause i'm i'm glad that you know uh, yeah. you were able to do something which we didn't think at that time we'd be able to yeah and uh, and it's something which like will will do you a lot of good in the long run so good like good job yeah i'm very i'm very very happy yeah, but like that's, isn't it like um, amazing to you like just how powerful and important communication is like every other skill is like a far second to communication like now we've been working both of us have been working in the corporate world for years like everything right. just depends on how you talk to people and how you get along with people and then there's a right. distant second is teamwork and perseverance but everything is communication it's well, like, i mean i'm i'm sure that like you know when you when you have a different setting there there could be other skills it could be just as important but yes communication definitely is extremely important and the and the thing is not just professionally but personally as well uh you're seeing about having a lot of friends and and all that mm-hmm. i have personally noticed that i have been able to maintain my friendships with people or maintain my relationships with people uh better uh, only as a result of me being able to communicate with them as to exactly what feeling right so i think communicating is very important and this one thing i'd like to share you know with both with you and like all the people listening as well mm-hmm. how many are there by the way please get out later i i got uh, a few because like i re- i feel really bad that i get these amazing stories from people and then you know like five people read it 
<laughs> so like maybe <laughs> maybe we should like have an easter egg somewhere in the conversation and give people an award if they can like find that easter egg <laughs> okay but anyways getting back to what i was saying i've noticed and this is a mistake i've made myself and i'm i'm glad I'm not making that mistake anymore uh whenever we have an issue with someone who's close to us we talk about them as opposed to with them right um and that just just starts creating a lot of distance between you and the other person uh and and i think that happens because us as human beings are not good at confronting with people we like or people we are very close to but with that said it's better to have one very uncomfortable conversation with someone you really like than having 10 half-assed not so fruitful conversations with people yeah. who are not involved yeah so communicating and being honest is the key yeah so like don't be passive aggressive i think it because yeah just we we are hot out we as a people have become so sarcastic like if i i hate sarcasm now i try to be as straight as possible because are you serious everybody tries to be sarcastic man <laughs> nahi like that's true that yeah yeah 100% agree. i mean yeah people do to be sarcastic as much as possible and and when you do it correctly it's fine but like so many people are just idiots and they don't know how to be sarcastic correctly and it just sounds really weird and like it sounds like it it looks very obvious and then you're like why are you doing this just like talk straight to me yeah that and again that is also the that also is the same thing you know you were trying to convey something but in an effort to do that you end up being sarcastic and you end up creating more barriers between them and the other person so sarcasm good for cracking jokes uh when your friend does a very silly mistake but not really the best weapon of choice when actually trying to solve your or mend your relationship with someone who's close to you right so yeah i'll i'll agree with you on that so the uh, speaking of like you know if let's talk about confrontation for a bit so mm-hmm. um i ha- i had a toastmaster who i was mentoring mm-hmm. and and for his speech he wrote this political rant now we're not supposed to get political in toastmasters but he did he wrote a rant about the state of the country which is fine okay. and i was looking reading through his speech and i'm like okay do you want like i can see that you have a lot of anger towards this particular subject i told him i said right i said are you looking for a solution or are you looking to vent if you are looking to vent right. then what you so it was just like Oh, every this is wrong this is wrong we should do this let's you know if we don't do this this will happen this is wrong that's that that was how he framed his speech i said if you're looking right. to vent then this is fine it gets the anger right. out of you and you can then be a little more productive but if you're Agreed. looking if you're looking to inspire or persuade people to take action this is not the way to do it because like fair enough the moment you start blaming somebody like we all do this wrong or you do this wrong you're assuming that the person in front of you is wrong and that's how they're going to perceive it so like if mm-hmm. i tell you uh you know we shouldn't be womanizers paritosh that's an assumption that you are a womanizer and if you are not a womanizer you'll take that very personal you might take that personally like why are you assuming that so i lose you yeah. there so i told him like if, yeah. if you're if you're trying to convince the audience or communicate to the audience like that you you care about this cause this is not the way to do it you need to take a much more mellow tone yeah so like i think mellowness is missing 
in today's society, like in today's society, we are, we tend we we tend to become a little more aggressive slowly. I think a lot of us are tending to aggression, where like you know even if, if with public figures, like you'll see th- this very vitriolic reaction they'll get like. they get very defensive and then they start attacking each other you are like this but what about you you are like this like do you right what do you think about that like public figures so, becoming very sort of confrontational so before i end like the whole public figure thing there's some there's some theories and some some thoughts i'd like to add to the whole point of uh you know people venting and and all that stuff go ahead so first of all i'd start off by saying that i think this is something which a lot of people uh lack uh and i don't know why do we lack i mean i have a theory as to why we do but i'll get to that in a bit um i feel like whenever we uh, we fa- we find ourselves in a situation that we are not happy about um our immediate go to response is venting uh by the time we get to the solving state we are already pretty tired or we've already lost our audience right so uh and and again it's it's something i myself am figuring out on my own uh but that, i mean that's something which thing is it's tough for you to have your uh, presence of mind when you're extremely angry so one way out of course to not be as angry to to begin with and like sit yourself down and play the things in your head figure out what went wrong and all that so i mean i think that's one thing that is there and we really need to find a solution to this uh and whenever found in a situation that is not really ideal uh maybe take a five minute break vent out to yourself or to like one or two people and then come back to the room with a solution as opposed to with a you know long rant because that will not be helpful um secondly i also feel that generally um we tend to get offended very easily uh and i i mean when i say we i mean i mean i, I hate to this but i feel like Indians generally uh don't take offense take a lot of offense as people in other countries um and it it could be possible because of the fact that in our country a lot of things are perpetually broken so there's always frustrations emerging from like everything that that is around you yeah um but i feel like you know i feel like our situation around us also is not uh supporting us in in trying to find a fix for it um those are my two cents on that uh and like I, my like my anyone listening to this my advice to myself my advice to you my advice to all my friends is that whenever you find yourself in a situation which you're not happy about of course you're human you're expected to vent so go vent spend the first four or five minutes doing that but once you come back and you want to take the next step make sure that you're coming up with solutions as opposed to just venting it again and again because that won't help um okay that was pretty much what i wanted to share i'm so sorry i forgot the actual question you asked me though <laughs> hey, um, no man you said something on public figures yeah so uh, okay i'll i'll reframe the question right. like you said indians take offense it's i think the world is starting to take more offense and i have theories on it um i'll come back to the theories but like you said like if you gave advice ki if uh, if you went for the first four or five minutes then come back and fix the situation i think that's very important because what happens is we have this twitter like reaction where we immediately have a knee jerk reaction to something exactly where we went yeah. we have a knee jerk reaction to everything correct and then ego comes into play 
where like you're like I've already said this now it's unfixable or whatever or I don't yeah. to fix this so this combo attack basically of why relationships exactly. don't work so I'll I'll add to your uh, advice if if you are able to extract yourself from a situation that is angering you or potentially causing you discomfort then do that mm-hmm. i mean like i'm talking to the people now <laughs> the people uh, the people <laughs> the millions <laughs> but see the millions like maybe one day they'll be millions listening to it let's hope but then yeah, ha, so, so if you are able to extract yourself from a situation do it because your first reaction is always going to be the worst whether you Absolutely. express it or not so if it comes out it's familiar that you are angry and you vent and you scream at somebody and that ruins the relationship but even if you don't express yourself that way your first reaction might not be the correct one you you'll feel bad you'll feel hurt you'll feel betrayed and that's just your body reacting so right so my advice is always look at your second reaction that's something okay. that's something you can easily do you might not be able yeah. to track yourself from a situation but you can easily look at your second reaction because the second yeah. reaction is something that you come to after you've thought about it for a bit you let your yeah. body react and then you use your mind you use your brain agreed but that's when you've rationalized basically in your head. yeah and you've thought of solutions yeah agreed so that that literally helps you avoid i would say 75% of your problems with communication is just to avoid your first reaction and uh, focus on your second but yeah, totally fair so theories i had about why we are becoming this way i have this mm-hmm. conspiracy theory and i'd like you to put on your tin foil hat oh for a second <laughs> conspiracy theory Crazy. Like whenever someone says conspiracy theory, I immediately imagine like an army of people around me with like guns and bombs, saying that okay, fine, we found out the conspiracy now, let's go do something about it. Mm. And was, that sounds very silly. I thought it was funny in my head. I don't mind. Maybe there are only five people, but don't judge me, please. Okay. Anyways, going on. Yeah. So the offense, taking offense, and uh, sarcasm, and any of these sort of reactions. they come when you are insecure about something that's being said so mm-hmm. why i was like why i was a reactionary like angry person when when we were in college is because i was an insecure little bitch okay <laughs> where where are you going to beep out words or not sorry are you going to beep out all these words or not i think i might i'm not sure let's see where that goes okay fair enough Ha uh, okay so but I I used to be very insecure and so when somebody said something bad about me I assumed it's personal and therefore I would attack back and okay. my conspiracy is that all of us the world our generation is becoming that way because a lot of us have very little self esteem because we've been brought up by a very toxic generation of people who have told us that we are nothing have you have, like when i mention this to you you'll have that aha moment where like have you noticed how nobody knows how to take a compliment nowadays like if you give them a compliment they'll deflect it um i 
had a slightly different experience. I would say, I mean, uh, I'd say there are people who take compliments well. Uh, but yes, I'll agree that there are some people who don't take compliments that well and they kind of reflect it the other way. So, so like if you say you look good today and they're like, oh, no, it's nothing. Or, you know, if you take a good picture of them, they're like, oh, I look fat. Or Because a, I think a majority of us in our generation have been brought up with a very self-deprecating style where we don't have, where we don't like ourselves. A lot of us don't like, I know... I was struggling with that, that I, I hate myself sort of. And so because of that, you tend to be insecure and then you react in a certain way. I think that's why Twitter reacts a certain way is because a lot of us insecure about certain things that are said. And uh, my conspiracy is that this is because <laughs> the entire generation before us has sort of raised this that way that that strict parenting, you are nothing, you are useless sort of thing which we avoid now in today's parents, which we try to avoid. Mm-hmm. But like, would do you think there's any legs to that? Mm, it's a very interesting theory for sure. Uh, and I'll agree that the whole hashtag Jika Larka mm. is a very popular concept in India. Right. Uh, for those of our viewers who don't know, Sharma Jika Larka basically means that if you score 90, your parents will be like, Sharma Ji Kalarka scored 95 and you won't get the education you deserve. It's, it's so constant comparison with friends, families and relatives. That is Sharma Ji Sharma Ji being your neighbor. Yeah, Sharma Ji being your neighbor because yeah. yeah, like Indians have a lot of Sharma Ji. <laughs> <laughs> but that's only North India though. Anyways, um, so I'll agree with you on that note that uh, yes, there is a lot of comparison that happens. Um, to your to your theory around um, how this uh, how getting easily offended stems from a case of insecurity, I would definitely want to give this a thought uh, and think of occasions okay, where I got offended by something someone said and see if that came from a place of insecurity or not. And it's probably something our viewers should be doing as well. Uh, pause this podcast right now. Take a five minute break. Think about all the times you've been offended and see if that came from a place of insecurity or not. And do let us know. Uh, if you felt that that's where it came from. If Actually, let's, let's do that. Let, let, let's take a five-minute break. Uh, we'll stop recording right. for a second, and then we'll come back. Okay. All right. Fair enough. And we're back from the break. We've had a few minutes to rest. Uh, I don't know if you guys got it. We might have just cut it so that you watch continuously. But... We arrested up Paratosh and we want, I, we thought we'll discuss uh, how conversations are different with family because with, with family, I think it becomes a lot more complicated than with friends. So like, yeah. I'll start you off. Like how, how are family, how are conversations with family different for you uh, versus like how you have conversations with friends? That's a very interesting question. Um, so I feel that probably with your family members, uh, you know, the height of emotions is much more because mm-hmm. you know, because you know what's in, what's happening inside their life, hundred uh, percent or to vague. And sometimes with your friends, there are certain aspects which you know, don't really know about. Uh-huh. Um, so with your family, if if your brother or sister or mom and dad are are at a very crucial juncture 
and uh, there is a situation which could determine uh, you know how the next couple of months will be like yeah you might want to you know save the half conversations for slightly later and uh, ensure that you know their motivation uh, does not go for a toss or their confidence is not affected right in those really crucial moments and i and i think it it probably happens cause you know with our family uh, the sense the, the degree of empathy is way more cause of course you know them that well you can literally walk in their shoes for miles hmm. uh, and i think because you are because the degree of empathy is that high you know how to manage your conversations with them when to let them down easy when to get to them straight yeah and i think it's just it's just a side effect of living with them and therefore spending many more hours technically uh, cumulative exactly. hours more with them so you're past the point of haha conversations being your opening even though like it's always good to keep it there so for freshness but like you are at a point now where you can be serious with each other yeah but actually this is this sorry go on yeah, i was thinking that sorry to interrupt you i was thinking that but because of that like because of that uh, so many hours spent together the um, threshold for tolerance also becomes like really thin or really low mm-hmm. like uh, you know there's like you said the heightened sense of emotion i think it's just it becomes very we become touchy with our family because so much time right. is spent with them right right hmm. but sorry to interrupt you were saying something before no worries so uh, I, this is something that i'd like to actually ask our audience and i mean i'm you know i, I could be wrong over here as well hmm. um they they usually say that you know when you want someone to give it to them straight and don't beat around the bush uh and and i and i made the statement that you know maybe with the people you're very close to with people uh for whom you you have a lot of empathy maybe mm. it makes sense to know when to pick a conversation know when not to so i'd like to hear from people what they feel uh i certainly do feel that you know while i'm a firm believer in the fact that you should never leave people in the dark and give it to them straight mm-hmm. at the same time i feel that if you have a lot of uh, empathy for someone it's better to know when to have the easy conversation and when to have the difficult one yeah. it even applies to your closest friends Uh, or even your roommate who you know who you spend time you know uh, mm. with whom you spend a lot of time so would definitely love to know what you know what the audience and what are you think about it let's see if we get an audience we'll ask them like if if you are someone who's listening please uh leave a comment uh us thing yeah, telling us do. telling us about like how conversations are different between family and friends yeah, yeah please do that and uh, if you guys are uh Evelyn Bangor had bad uh, me and Rebecca would love to take you out for some nice donuts and momos and you know what not um, so, little much but okay <laughs> i love the, i love the, uh, meeting people and taking them out for meals and stuff so mm. yeah the salesmanship was a little too high for it so dial it back <laughs> <laughs> I suddenly remember the event we went for which one uh the event uh for that company uh right the company that shall not be name name redacted uh, we went yeah. to a wedding to work as staff oh yeah yeah and i was responsible of conducting some game right and uh, some it was that something to do with selling something yeah i think involved. like you were like a desi bartender 
or something like a desi blackjack dealer <laughs> yeah it was it was i think i i cards or antiques i think you had a store of antiques and you had to sell yeah. using playing cards or something play a game with them and if they win they get an antique yes i think it was something like that and i remember that at one point there were a lot of people around me who, <laughs> and the only reason why they were interested in in that particular setup that i had was because i was speaking in english hmm. and all the other people speaking in some other language hmm. so i literally remember this one person saying ye english mein baat kar rahe hai sahi hoga isse khareed le something like that <laughs> so, <laughs> And I was like, that really doesn't make sense, but it helps you. So, oh, man. Like, bring your friends. In Hindi, in English, talking about it, it's right. That was quite funny. <laughs> yeah, good old days. Oh, God. I remember we learned, we tried to learn juggling at that event. Oh, yeah. I'm not wrong. Funny, Mia. प्रणयर Pranay is one of our uh, Pranay was Vaibhav's uh, roommate yeah and roommate flatmate and uh, he was crazy about watching anime so much so that one day he got done with his paper uh, with some paper he packed up his answer sheet and came back home uh, because he had to watch animes and then he called him and told him that he forgotten it and he rushed back home so that's Pranay for you uh, and uh, i feel like that's not an accurate yeah. representation of who Pranay is the poor guy <laughs> he had that accident where he took his exam paper home like an idiot yeah uh, that was a crazy uh, instant nonetheless i know and then the next friend we mentioned was ronak uh, who was basically like the akshay kumar of our friend circle akshay kumar does all weird things in all the movies he used to that like in our lives see ronak is paritosh <laughs> Ronak is exactly the same as Parthosh and anyway you know what let's forget about the viewers for a second let's just talk amongst ourselves if the viewer is there they'll continue mm-hmm. to listen uh what were okay. we discussing before this we were talking about right for the family thing uh i i had a point i wanted to make i forgot oh yeah um something about um right okay so because we spend a lot of time with our family we tend to get touchy that's, that's what i said right right so because both of us have been living away from our families for a while mm-hmm. um i know that my relationship with my family has improved a lot since we've mm-hmm. been apart like my relationship with my father has improved a lot my relationship with my mother was always great but we sort of recognize how great it is that's and like my relationship with my sister also sort of deepened when she also went off to college and i i was here in bangalore so like has that happened for you did you notice your relationship with your parents becoming more mature yeah. or better i i would love to answer this question thank you so much for asking that hmm. um so i say that uh, the overall you know the how the relationship generally is changed i'll tell you how so with my dad 
um it was always me listening to what he was had to say and uh you know some occasions when i tell him no this doesn't make sense or this is what i want to do hmm. um so it was more of a teacher student kind of a expression of course the love was there and always has been hmm. but it was more of me looking for advice right but i feel that uh i feel now that i've started staying by myself i have a new found appreciation for him hmm for him coming back home late from office and he being like I let's go out or let's play something or let's watch something on the television and him saying like give me 5 minutes to relax give me 10 minutes to like you know mm. uh, feel at home and then we can start doing it so I, and at that time I was a kid I was doing that but I have found a uh, new found appreciation for that because now I like to come back home you do need sometimes to switch off and you know change and all that stuff so I I said a new found appreciation for him and mm from him uh on the flip side from my dad's side now he's recognized the fact that I am on my own and I'm working uh I I can see I can see that he has more respect for me professionally than I did earlier earlier he was of course concerned as to what I do right whether I'll be able to land a good job or not so now he does speak to me about work which I feel grateful about um with regards to my mom uh, glad to admit that it remained this uh, I was very much a mama's boy at home i am still pretty much the same i speak to her very often mm. um so that's remained the same uh with my sister though is is, is a complete 360 degree um just like any siblings we used to have a lot of fights mhm we used to fight about the tv remote and fight impossible there are occasions when if we did not have fights in like once six hours i'd find something to irritate her with cause you know that would make my day yeah uh, but i think ever since i've shifted out from home become so much sweeter and so much better there's so much love which is actually being expressed right now because you only realize the importance of that sibling once you, you know start seeing away from them yeah you realize that even though you had a lot of fights with them they're still your brother or sister yes yeah, so i think with it's you with, with you mm-hmm. i think it's been more of a thing that you matured as a person as you know like going through college and going through early adulthood and everything you matured as a person and that is what really impacted your relationship with your father both ways in my right. case i guess yeah i guess it's the same like my relationship with my father improved because i matured as a person but also because i wasn't there he realized what was missing suddenly in the house and right. like i've noticed this now because like both me and my sister are not there my parents are living alone um when i go back my mom is generally cheerier just because i bring a certain level of jokiness and excitement not excitement but just like this jovial atmosphere so like i i joke a lot when i'm at home and my mom laughs at those jokes like they're specifically designed to make her laugh so right. she she feels much better and so i guess both my parents notice that going away when i went when i left and so right. they they learned to appreciate what i was contributing to the family whereas in your situation i think it's more to do with like you matured as a person so your father found a respect for you and therefore like now he consults you with work and so on and so forth yeah like i mean the respect was always there but you know it was like respect with a little bit of caution Yeah, uh, he didn't want me to fly in the air by giving me a compliment, but now he 
and then be confident about it that it will not result in me flying and like I'll come back to us at some point. Yeah. So yeah, it's and uh, I mean I don't know if, if this is something you know about me or not, but uh, all my friends which are here in Hyderabad, mm-hmm. uh, there are a few who say they and they don't agree with the concept of having one, and I have become like an enforcer of having food. A lot of people who disagree. That's totally their call. Wait, I feel uh, sorry, sorry, sorry. So you cut out on a key moment there. What is this? Your what is it? Your friend said that they don't believe in having something. So yeah, so that you know, uh, maybe a family is is something we form as a consequence of uh, you know the social norms that are there. Right. Uh, and while while maybe on from a logic might make sense. Hmm. Uh, I'd say that having a family is a beautiful thing, and uh, you should always have a family. Right. The idea yeah. of the family is that you know these are people who who are not going to betray you because your all your interests match up perfectly. I guess that's the idea. Right. Uh, I mean, interests always don't match up, but it's a good mixture. It's a good yeah, it, it, They're supposed to match up. Like that's the idea that. Your okay. father wants your your parents want something for you, and then the idea the ideal situation would be that you want the same thing for yourself. Fair enough. Hmm. But yeah, I mean, like as society has evolved, it's it's not very. I guess no, the family as a unit is still like very important. And this is like too philosophical for this podcast. Let's like. Yeah, I agree. <laughs> It's uh, it's something we should be having later on, but yeah, mm-hmm. <laughs> we had it anyway. So you know, for the few viewers listening, thank you so much for sticking by us. Yes. God bless you. Ah <laughs> <laughs> right. uh, man, so we are sort of closing in on the hour. So like, uh, let's sort of close down. Any last topics? Who are you in touch with? We mentioned Pranay and Ronak. Mm-hmm. any anybody else like in the context of what we were talking about about like you know conflict who do you think who do you remember who handled conflict the best besides you like who who I you could think, never have a fight with because that person wasn't like the fighting type oh um i think one person and i'm and i'm going to strictly speak about my friends over here mm. uh one person who i learned a lot from and i think who is really good at this is one of my friends called viji Yeah. Um she, I know Vijay. I, I, I just we are friends. Yeah, like. I mean for our viewers. For viewers. I, like I said don't talk to our viewers, talk to me. Oh, oh my god, one on one conversation. <laughs> <laughs> so, I think that she's one girl who was born with a lot of maturity. Mm-hmm. And um I don't think of anyone who from whom I've, I've learned a lot with regards to handling confrontations and just being mature in general. Mm-hmm. um i think uh, she knows when the, she knows when is the right time to speak to a certain person about something she knows language she use knows how to convey what she's trying to say yeah and she knows how to ensure that the the thought doesn't escape the person's head once she discusses it with them yes i have reconnected yeah i have reconnected with viji this year and yeah she does bring a sort of like i wouldn't say that you can't have a fight with her you can but like <laughs> you you have to be really trying hard to have a fight with her because yeah. she is able to rationalize it out and you know in a simplest word yeah she's not like you where you like joke around and diffuse the situation but she'll 
literally end it very quickly so this is this yeah. is this is what you are angry about and this is the solution let's talk uh, not in yeah. exactly in those words but that quickly so it's very difficult to have a fight with her she's an interesting case study for this sort of thing i think how Definitely. she does it how she does it is basically having the information ready is like she's very uh yeah she's yeah she's very she's quick with people's person yeah she's a hardcore people's person and that's why she that's went it. into hr yeah <laughs> all right i think it's been a good good conversation with her mm-hmm. had so much fun with the podcast um maybe you know we could ask our viewers what what they would like to hear about next from you uh and if they want me back then they better pay for your phone bill so you can call me again unlimited phone plan unlimited phone plan oh, yeah. yeah oh that's insane that's insane good stuff uh okay so wait we'll ask our viewers a question um what do you think about i'll ask you two questions what do you think about uh why do you think conflict arises between you and your friends or you and your family like what is the main reason for conflict and how do you resolve it and the second question is if you like this conversation uh what else would you like me and parthosh to stroke our beards and pontificate about uh we can we can shoot the breeze and sort of just discuss a few aspects of it and bring it out maybe we'll take questions from you so if you have something that you would like us to uh, talk about in a future podcast please do leave a comment below uh anyway if you would like parthosh to be back uh, then please say please bring parthosh back okay ha but yeah man it's been fun it's been we've been talking for about an hour very nice crazy it was nice talking to you man yeah so i'll see you then soon bye you